This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome. This is Colleen O'Grady, the host of the Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. This is a gathering place for moms to be encouraged, nurtured, and inspired. Also, you'll learn the latest in teen research and trends and get practical parenting tips. You really can improve your relationship with your teen and enjoy the teenage years. Welcome back, everybody, to the 68th episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. This is Colleen O'Grady, the host of the show. So how are you doing, moms? Uh, Just a quick word about Mother's Day. I know Mother's Day was yesterday, and I hope you had an amazing one. But if you felt let down and it was not what you expected, if you got your feelings hurt, I get it. Moms celebrating Mother's Day in the middle of a global pandemic is less than ideal. And of all years, you deserve to be celebrated. So here's the deal. I'm going to wave my magic wand and give you complete permission to ask for a Mother's Day do-over when the world is more normal. And I know many of you are in the throngs of finishing school. And moms, you're so close. Before you know it, your teens will finish out the school year. And you're thinking, good riddance because of all that chaos from all this COVID-19 mess. Before you know it, your teen will graduate another school year over. Your teen will never be in eighth grade again, or a sophomore in high school again, or a junior. Every time my daughter finished the school year, I was a little sad that she was moving up to the next grade. Of course, I would have been freaking out if she didn't pass. But why was I so sad? It was because time was moving too fast, and before I knew it, I knew my daughter would graduate from high school and would be that much closer to leaving home. And yes, in the early middle school years, I did not feel that way. It felt like time was moving slowly. But by the time your teen starts their junior year in high school, time starts flying way too fast. Today I'm going to talk about how to get the most out of your teen's junior and senior year in high school and not miss all that good stuff. So before I dive in here, I want to ask you a question. What's your number one focus going to be when your teens are juniors and seniors? In other words, what do you want to see happen when your teens are juniors and seniors? My guess is that most of you would say something like, to make sure my teen keeps their grades up so that they can get into a good college or university. For many parents, an alarm goes off in your head when your teen hits junior year, and you think, I need to double down and make sure my teen does everything she can to secure a good future. You have your eye on the prize, which for many of you is your teen graduating from high school and getting into the right college. You have a future focus. And here's another question for you. What do you think it will be like between you and your teen when they are a junior or senior? 
Are your expectations positive? Like, I look forward to having more quality time with my son and watching his soccer games. Or is it negative? It's going to be a huge battle all year to get my daughter to take her schoolwork seriously. From listening to moms, it's easy to default into having more negative expectations for your junior and senior teens. And there are many reasons for this. You may hear the war stories from your friends about how stressful junior and senior year was and how grueling the college admissions part was. I believe there is a way to enjoy your teen during their junior and senior year in high school. I mean, really relish your time with them. Enjoy their energy, their liveliness, and their playfulness. And yes, your teens are becoming more independent and hanging out with their friends more. And they are spending less time at your home. Yes, I think both of those can be true at the same time. In my book, Dial Down the Drama, I talk about powerless parenting messages, and these are messages that are implicit in the culture. These messages get internalized, and they drive how we live our life and how we parent. And they actually disempower us and rob us of all that's possible for our lives and with our family. Example of this is that's common to moms all over the world is, it's selfish to pay attention to me. Now, that really is a powerless parenting message. So when in reality, it should be, it's crucial to pay attention to me. But there's another powerless parenting message that moms receive that goes something like this. It's going to be an ongoing battle with my teen, their junior and senior year. And I'm going to be ready to literally kick them out of the house You think this is normal for parents and teens, and this is actually needed in order for you to let them go. There are so many things wrong with that message. For one, it damages your relationship with your teen, and it's not good for your heart either. Another thing that is wrong is if you believe this message, you literally miss two years of your teen's life. Because if all you're doing is fighting, then you really don't know what's going on with your teen. You are not connecting with them, and you're definitely not enjoying them. You miss out on all the good stuff, like those ordinary daily times, like playing with the dog on your bed. And those ordinary daily moments is what you will miss terribly when they've left home. I know that you don't want this powerless parenting message to be true. You don't want to be battling with your teen, their junior and senior year. And the good news is that you don't have to. I want to raise your expectations about what is possible for you and your teen. These can be some of your best years together, I promise. And yes, there will be some tension, conflict, and stress, but it doesn't have to dominate the relationship. Now, the reason so many parents believe this powerless parenting message is that there are lots of challenges when parenting a junior or senior. And these challenges are fraught with drama traps. The first drama trap is a fixed future focus. Of course, you need a future focus when parenting a junior or senior. Part of the immaturity of the teen's brain impacts long-term perspective. Often teens don't see how their current choices are affecting their future. So we are definitely needed. However, the future focus becomes a trap when it becomes fixed or rigid. A fixed future focus draws all your attention away from the present moment and completely gets you fixed on the future. You can easily see this around grades. 
When your teen was a freshman or sophomore, of course you cared about their grades, but it enters a whole new realm of concern their junior year. The stakes are higher. The scores on the SAT and the ACT can set off alarms in both parents and teens. Automatically, the fears and worry flood in. You think, what the heck? My daughter has a low C in chemistry? That's going to ruin her grade point average and her class ranking. You start to panic. She's ruining her future. How will she get into a good college? The second drama trap, the fear drive. This fixed future focus is like a car that is building speed. Who is steering this car is fear and panic. Fear starts throwing out the more sensible passengers in the car, like reason, perspective, including a spiritual perspective. Fear alone is driving this car. When fear is speeding down the highway, she's going to be missing a lot of life, including quality time with her teen. Fear is more than a thought. It enlists your imagination and then creates a story that completely feels like it's true. But it's not true, since these fear stories have not happened yet. You picture your daughter making a C in chemistry and going down a letter grade in English. You imagine her getting that envelope out of the mailbox from her dream college. You see her face drop when she reads that she was rejected from her dream college. All of this in your imagination. But you actually experience real shame and sadness, even though the event has not happened. And it literally is all in your head. Fear impacts your biology. This fear drive activates your sympathetic nervous system. Your body is pumped, full of adrenaline. Your cortisol levels go up. And those feel-good neurochemicals like serotonin and dopamine go down. Your sympathetic nervous system sets off the stress response of fight, flight, or freeze. When the fear drive is activated, you don't have perspective. It feels like it's all or nothing. When mom sees that C in chemistry, the fear drive lands her in fight mode. Mom is now offline from her higher brain, and that lower reactive brain is in charge. Mom has no perspective. There is nothing grounding mom in that moment. What's stuck in mom's brain is my daughter is effing up her life. And immediately, mom marches into her daughter's room. You probably can guess that this encounter between mom and daughter, it's not going to go well. Bottom line, a fixed future focus and the fear drive dials up the drama with your teen. And there are two huge triggers that start that fear drive, which are procrastination and potential. Procrastination. Let's say the fear drive has kicked in and you are hyper-focused on your daughter's grades in chemistry. You know that her midterm is on Thursday, and this is her last time that she could raise her C up to a B. And on Wednesday, you walk past her room, and there she is, painting her toenails and FaceTiming with her boyfriend. Oh my God, she's procrastinating. And bam, you are triggered. More fear, anger, panic. Procrastination is a big trigger for moms during their junior and senior year. Another example is that your daughter is not prepping for her SAT or ACT. Another one is that she still has not started writing her college essays. Bam! You're triggered. Fear, anger, panic. And why are you so triggered when you see that she's procrastinating? Because she is wasting her potential. Procrastination and potential are closely connected. You don't want your teen wasting her potential or procrastinating her potential away. 
and now we're going to talk about the college trap. And this is closely connected to the fixed future focus and the fear drive. First, I want to say that your teen does need your guidance and encouragement in the college application process. And where your teen goes to college and what they major in is important. And I am a big believer in higher education. I have three master's degrees. And the college trap is when mom becomes so obsessed about everything regarding college, like monitoring grades, college essays, and college visits, that she intentionally or unintentionally turns a blind eye towards how her teen is doing emotionally, physically, and socially. And mom misses out on her connection with her teen. The next trap is the control trap. And this is monitoring on steroids. This is when you micromanage all your teen's homework, how they should do their homework, and how often and where to do their homework. One teen said, My mom is like an obnoxious megaphone. Another one said, Mom's such a perfectionist. She wants things a certain way and just sucks the joy out of it. One mom admitted that she had been micromanaging her teenage son, and she told me, if I push him any more, he's going to run away. Teens vary on how much structure, boundaries, and guidance they need. And so moms, we have to pay close attention to that. Some need a lot of structure, and actually there are many juniors and seniors that are self-motivated, and they can get it done themselves. And you don't want to mess with that because this is what you want because you can't go to college with them. The college trap and the control trap is when your teen becomes your full-time project, despite if they actually need you. You push your teen so hard that you ignore this human being in front of you who has their own feelings, fears, preferences, hopes, and dreams. The reason I spent so much time talking about all these drama traps is that countless parents fall into these year after year after year, And it's miserable for you and your teen. You are a good mom. You care, and that's why you're listening to this podcast. Your teen is hardwired for drama, but still, they are not the problem. The fixed focus trap, the fear drive, the college trap, the control trap, that's the problem. I asked a college consultant what the rock star moms look like, and she said, Well, they're super loving and kind. They know when to step in and when to step away. They get the help they need, and then they back off. They know how to set boundaries and stay connected to their teens. So how can you become a rock star mom? How can you get the most out of your teen's junior and senior year? Well, first, self-awareness. See, all the traps are when we are unaware and we get pulled outside of ourselves. We feel pressure to corral our teens in order to get them into the right college and find that right career path. When we're unaware that pressure takes over and we feel like we can't fail because this gavel of judgment is always over our heads and this drives us to our end goal. Without self-awareness, you fall into the trap of being a mother machine and though that feels terrible, you feel this is what you have to do. You try your hardest to make your teen that perfect machine and your teen pushes back with an adamant no. Self-awareness is like climbing up the bleachers of a stadium and looking down at the field of your life and getting some perspective, asking questions like, why am I so stressed? What am I really afraid of? 
How is my fear impacting me? Why am I not happy? Why do I not like my teen right now? There's a lot going on for you emotionally senior year. Moms feel this big push to finish their mother thesis project, which is getting their teen ready to leave home. Moms can feel that their final mother grade depends on where their teen gets accepted, that they get into that right college. All this obsessing and activity distracts mom from the painful truth that their teen is really leaving home. Moms can armor up and push so hard to get their teen into college, only to find when their teen leaves, there is a huge gaping hole in their life. Self-awareness is not a critical voice. It's a kind, compassionate voice that knows there really is a lot to navigate in those years. Self-awareness keeps you anchored to your humanness and your vulnerability. Self-awareness helps you become aware of what you need, and that is support. Rockstar moms need support. Moms need emotional support and teen support. A nightmare for moms is all this junior-senior angst feels like it's all on them. A lot of moms who are married feel that their husbands aren't there for them. Moms reach out to their partners and they just want care and compassion, but they're frequently met with impatience. And you may reach out to your own mom for support and often she doesn't get it. You know, I don't think my mom stressed about me getting into college for two seconds. It wasn't because my grade point average was amazing. Actually, it was the opposite. I had a grade point average that would make today's mom cringe. But it just wasn't hard getting into the state university. I applied and got in. There is definitely a lot more pressure around getting into college, for sure. So then that kind of makes it hard to reach out to other moms because... All of it is so competitive. It's important to find one trusted person, be it your spouse, friend, sister, or aunt, that you can be totally real with and talk about all those feelings and thoughts that are whirling around in your brain. My brain was definitely whirling around a lot my daughter's junior year in high school. My daughter is great at generating ideas, and she'd say things like, I want to go to school in London. I want to go to school in California. I want to go to school in New York City. I want to work in Starbucks in New York City and not go to college. And there were many more ideas. Each time she would tell me her new idea, I felt sheer panic. Then I'd calm down because I thought the moment had passed. And then there was her next new idea and repeat, I would have sheer panic. It's helpful to reach out to moms who already have kids in college. They have a perspective you need. You need to hear that it's going to work itself out and that even though your teen didn't get into their dream college, they're going to end up exactly where they need to be. Many of you need some support around your teen. If your teen doesn't welcome your help and she still needs help, then enlist some outside support like tutors or college consultants. I met with parents and teens for decades, and what I see over and over is that those College essays can become the battleground and focal point for a great deal of drama. The college essay is a huge trigger for anxiety and worthiness. A huge gift to yourself is to hire a professional that can help your teen with that essay. And then you're not the target for all of your teen's anguish. Another way to be a rock star mom is to prioritize the relationship. Your teen still needs you but often it's different from the way you think you're needed. 
You may find that hard to believe because your teen is out with their friends and all the time and they protest if they have to be home. However, your teens do need you more than ever. This is a very vulnerable time for them. Parents say, I don't need to be best friends with my teen. Well, that's true, but you don't want to be their enemy either. A positive connection is crucial for your teen's well-being. Emma was in her senior year, and she went to a private high school, and she got accepted to University of Texas, which is extremely hard to get into. She was also accepted to several other universities. On the surface, it looks like mom's work is done. Her daughter is set. But Emma had so much anxiety. She wanted to have a boyfriend and was very anxious around boys. Because of this, she would drink too much so she wouldn't be anxious and then she'd pass out. Then she would have a lot of shame about her reputation and what other people would be saying about her. She was anxious about leaving home and then questioned if the University of Texas was the right school for her. She was completely tied up in knots about what the right decision was. And she didn't want to make a wrong decision that could ruin her entire life. Emma is not unusual. She's a typical teen. They are trying to figure out who they are and facing one of the biggest decisions of their life, and they have a lot of anxiety about that. One minute, they are confident. The other, they're flipping out. This is why you need to pay attention to the human side of your teen. They need your love, reassurance. They need a safe place to vent all their complicated emotions. They need your guidance. You can nurture them with food, and they need a stable place to get grounded and de-stress. Moms, don't miss these precious years with your teen. Make this relationship a priority. You can pick a day each week. You can take your teen to brunch or make your son his favorite dinner. You can be open to those 15 minutes where your son is hanging out in the kitchen or your daughter jumps up on the bed. Often your teen is ready to talk when you're ready for bed. But it's worth it. Stay up. This is the golden time. They are ready to open up to you. You don't want to miss this. Another way to be a rock star mom is to have faith and trust. To get the most out of your junior and senior year in high school, you need to loosen your grip of micromanaging and practice letting go in the little things. For example, there was a senior girl who had three papers due May 1st. She had already been accepted to college the following year. Her mom was telling her daughter that she needed to chunk out these papers, and she told her that you need to get your first draft done by this Friday. This is definitely where you could back off. I mean, the girl is already accepted to college. This is a low-risk thing. This would be a great place to stop micromanaging and practice letting go. You want to practice not trying to control the outcome. You think that this Ivy League school is the right college for your teen, but how do you really know what is best? The college that they get accepted in may be the best. Parents and teens have so much fear about not getting accepted into their dream college. So much fear. Truly, they can get into their dream college even if they're rejected. They could spend one year at a community college, and that may be the best next step for them. Working their first year out of high school wouldn't be the end of the world either. They're gaining maturity. Maybe they're not quite ready to go to college. To let go of micromanaging and controlling the outcome, 
You need faith and trust in something bigger than you and bigger than your teen. And you can call that God, higher power, spirit, or the universe. If your teen is doing the best they can, and you have tried everything that you know of to help them and love them the best that you can, then put the rest in God's hands and trust that the best next step will reveal itself. There are a lot of unknowns. So having faith or trust, you need this. You need to know that it's going to be okay and that you've done a good job. And even if the outcome is different than what you hope for, you need this because this will help you exhale and let go of all this pressure to force your agenda. This is really out of your hands. And this will help you be centered, calm, and present to your teen so that you can be what they really need you to be. You need this to enjoy your teen their senior year and keep building a strong foundation for your relationship. And you need that when you finally say goodbye. Hey, everybody. This concludes this week's episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. I have some other great resources for you. You can head over to ColleenOGrady.com. That has two L's and two E's. You can sign up for my Dial Down the Drama triple pack. It's absolutely free. You get a copy of my free ebook, Seven Ways to Help Your Daughter and Yourself, a free chapter from my best-selling and award-winning book, Dial Down the Drama, Reducing Conflict and Reconnecting with Your Teenage Daughter, a guide for mothers everywhere. And you get a free subscription to my weekly easing. If you're ready to pick up your copy of Dial Down the Drama, you can find it on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. For daily encouragement, follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Colleen O'Grady Dial Down the Drama. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.